All right, this is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Pat Man from the Bay to LA and beyond. Be honest, gotten me up early this morning. I couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep. Got a lot on my mind. And um, I had a homework assignment done uh, due last night, so I had to dedicate all my my brain power to uh, to my studies. So I woke up. I just you know rolled over. It's it like seven o'clock, and I said, "I I need some breakfast in my system," but I haven't been able to find breakfast until now. A good breakfast spot. So, this morning's uh, podcast is Breakfast with Patman. That's right. <laughs> I might start a series. How, how about that? Breakfast with the Patman. Um, I'm having um, a banana French toast. Oh, man. That's good. Um, side of bacon and some homemade lemonade uh, served with maple syrup and optional of I think this is Miss Butterworth syrup I don't do no Miss Butterworth well I did Miss Butterworth when I didn't know no better but <laughs> I've been knowing better for a long time oh, this is really good Uh, it's directly across from the Cal Berkeley campus, actually. And um, I don't know. This is this is pretty good. Someone is asking, what makes a good French toast? Um, it's a good question. Can't be dry. I've had dry ass French toast before. I, I'm not sure how how that happens. I mean, I've been baking and cooking since I was a kid. We're talking about 35, 45 years of cooking, baking people. Yeah, it's true. I've been cooking and baking since I was like 10 years old. It's only because I wanted to learn. I was so picky as a kid. I didn't care for soul food. Because it was, I don't know, I think it was my body just rejecting soul food. Too heavy, too dense. Overcooked. Um, overcooked vegetables. A lot of red meat. I didn't eat any of that crap. So, I learned how to cook. My mom's a pretty good cook. My grandmother is actually cook. Both of my grandmothers were great cooks. Um, yeah, and um, man, so I, I learned how to cook. And here's one of my secrets to to learning how to cook. Um, I remember the first time I went to a Chinese restaurant, and. Um, I didn't like any of the food, so I didn't eat it. But then I tried orange chicken, and then I tried um, 
What else did I try? It was like tempura, tempura shrimp. Um, and someone was like, yeah, well, that's Chinese food too. I was like, really? All right. So I learned how to make my own. And then um, chicken fried rice. Oh, my God. I make the best chicken fried rice. I'm sorry. There's quite a few places. Nah, I won't say there's quite a few places. There's a few Thai food spots. There's a Thai food spot in Emeryville. To date, one year later, they have the best um, best pineapple fried rice. Anybody that knows me knows I get down with some pineapple fried rice. I get down with it. So. I have no idea what the name of this place is. Let me find out real quick. Oh, it's called the Sunnyside Cafe, breakfast and lunch. It's at the site of the uh, Kellogg School, site of the Kellogg School. 1918, the building served as a place of worship for Berkeley's first Hebrew congregation. How ironic. <laughs> How freaking ironic. Interesting. I'm going to go ahead and read all of this. It's a placard that's right above the, uh, right above my, uh, my seating area. I'm outside. Um, it says an apple or orchard, two houses, and a tailor shop once occupied this block. In 1879, six local businessmen and a university professor financed the purchase of part of the block near Oxford Street as a site for one of the city's first public schools. The building was named for Board of Education President Martin Kellogg, the University of California's seventh president. Uh, the wood frame Victorian style Kellogg School had three classrooms and separate entrances for girls and boys. Students ate their lunches along the banks of nearby Strawberry Creek beyond the schoolyard. At the time, high school attendance in California was not compuls compulsory, and many working-class parents objected. Rather walking by with a cart. At the time, high school attendance in California was not compulsory. And many working class parents objected to paying taxes for a school their children might not attend and which was far from West Berkeley. With four graduates in 1884, the school became the first high school in the state to be accredited by the University of California. Interesting history. In 1918, the building served as a place of worship for Berkeley's first Hebrew congregation. Heavily populated Hebrew congregation here in Berkeley, California. And I should do my due diligence and start reaching out. Reaching out to the uh, Hebrew congregation.
French toast is really good. Alright. Here's the other thing. I like my bacon a little bit more crispier. But I'm a weirdo like that. But it's got flavor. That's what that's what bacon's supposed to have that flavor. Can't just be bacon. Gotta have some flavor to it. And then so the French toast has you know cuts of you know slices of banana. But the banana is really it's 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 good banana. It's like tastes like banana, sweet banana. I had a banana the other day. I'm sorry, it just didn't taste like a banana. In fact, it didn't taste like anything. I didn't even eat the rest of it. I was like, I'm not going to eat this. So, I don't know what's going on with food. Um... learned a lot about tariffs and trade and buying farmland abroad in other countries and then exporting. I'm learning um, about how much money is in exports. The U.S. Uh, top export is crude oil, uh, re refined petroleum oil. That's not um, surprising. But also on that list is fake hair. 5.9% of that, I think it's like $3.3 billion in exports from Africa, from Africa to um, the United States. I looked up last night in some research. Fake hair, 5.9%. Fake hair, 5.9%. Show you what people are spending in America, or women, I should say, are, are bumping up the economy by uh, exporting fake hair to America. I would like to examine that a little closer because I know during the pandemic, a lot of women couldn't go to the shops. They couldn't get their hair done. Couldn't get their weaves glued back in. So I wonder how much money was lost. And after everything opened, how much is gained? Uh, what happened to the fake hair industry? I'm serious about this too. I, I, I'm weird like that. I like to know facts. You know, when people talk about money, I'm like, well, could have a lot of money if you stop, you know, going to the shop, putting fake hair in your head. Whatever. I'm just happy I don't have to wear a wig. If I was a woman, would I wear a wig or fake hair? I don't know. I'm not a woman, so can't answer that. But I would hope that I could grow it or learn how to grow it.
unless you have some internal disease or or disease period or something that's messing with your body then got a problem growing hair this is a really good breakfast I haven't had breakfast or I wouldn't say that I haven't had a great breakfast that I really enjoyed and four slices is pretty you know Pretty hefty for anybody. And this is made like with the... Everything okay? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm doing a podcast right now. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm doing a podcast at uh, the Sunny... What's called? The Sunny Side Cafe. Yeah. Telling how great this breakfast is. Oh, thank you so much. It's hard to come across people. I mean, they either... I, I don't think there's a lot of good cooks out there. I know. I, I've been gone from the Bay Area for a while, and I've been looking around, and... People don't take enough pride in food. I take yeah. pride in food. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know, that's true. And, and so when it comes to the price, I, I don't really care. Because if I smell it, I see it, it looks good, I'll pay. I don't care. Yeah. That's what it is. Otherwise, I'll cook at home. But if I'm on the road and I want to eat and it's something good, how does it look? Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. You have to try the bacon alamita. Regular Alameda. What is it called? Bacon Alameda. Bacon Alameda? The regular Alameda. Really? It's in Alameda? It's, the most it's called Bacon Alameda. What? How do I not know about a place called Bacon Alameda? I love bacon. I mean, I shouldn't love bacon, but I, <laughs> I don't buy it. But if I'm at a restaurant and it's on the menu, I'm, I'm going to order it. Yeah. But it's in Alameda? Yeah. Okay. And it, okay. And we have the exact same dish here. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to. Next um, time you can try. Done. <laughs> done. Easy. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. All right, people. I'm gonna end this podcast because um, I forgot to charge my phone last night, and I don't have my battery on me, so. And I'm at 13%. I'll be coming up on 15 minutes. Hey, you heard it. She said there's a place in Alameda called Bacon Alameda. And they got just as good breakfast. So you heard it here first on the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. Hey, I hope you have a wonderful day. And, um, you know, breakfast can be eaten anytime. I'm, I'm good for breakfast or lunch, dinner. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. However, I I still make a slamming good breakfast. I still make a slamming good breakfast. But when you're on the go and you need somewhere that uh, you don't have to guess about what the food's going to taste like, bam! Sunnyside Cafe. The old spot of the site of the Kellogg School. The Kellogg. Thank you, Mr. Martin Kellogg, for you know buying this building and you know, in the future, I'm in the future. That was 1879, it is now 2021. Wow, time is amazing. All right, people, get your food on. Peace.